Hi, Philomatics. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us for part two with Kelly Price. Oh my gosh, we have a special treat. He's going to play some music for us. I talked him into it. Yeah. So I'm just going to remind you, Kelly Price is a writer, director, producer, award-winning, and he is currently playing um, in a new superhero feature at the Hyperions with Carrie Elways. Price plays opposite Elways as the villain, and he's also starring in Underdogs Rising alongside Chris Pang, Crazy Rich Asians, and Charlie Angels, Infamous Six with Armand Asante, and Reboot Camp with David. I'm probably saying this name wrong. Coach in there? Kechner. Egg Begley Jr., Eric Roberts, and Ja Rule. And he's currently playing the role of Chris Harper on the Snapchat original series, Two Sides. And he just started production on a rom-com alongside Jody Sweeten, Full House, and Fuller House. So let's uh, let's welcome Chris Price back to the show. Welcome, Chris. Who's Chris? Oh, I mean, <laughs> Kelly Price! <laughs> Just seeing if the audience is with us for part two of Kelly, yeah. Kelly Price. Kelly Price. Make sure people are listening. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see if you guys are listening. <laughs> Our yeah. girls were listening. Sorry about that, yes. Kelly. <laughs> You're like, who? <laughs> so we have so, a real anyway, treat. Yeah. Kelly Price, Kelly. also known as Bobby Love. <laughs> in, yeah. in the Naked Brothers TV show from Nickelodeon, where he plays a fox, fake English singer with a fake English accent, but he does the English accent extremely well. So I talked him into uh, singing something for us on his guitar, and let's preface it that Kelly, not Chris, <laughs> his guitar isn't the bestly, bestly tuned or finely tuned. What's the adjective, Bestly, finally? I tuned it. Um, and uh, yeah, Marilyn totally put me on the spot. So haven't played <laughs> the song in a long time. If I mess up, I mess up. Here we go, folks. We're playing a song. This is one of the first songs I ever wrote. It's called Move My Way. Falling in love with 
with Kelly Price. Oh my gosh, that is so beautiful. Wow. You know what? You really like when you sing, you can feel it. I um I am I'm sure the audience is feeling how passionate it, it, it's you're really great. I'm surprised you're not a singer too. Like, you know, like a, a Spotify, call him up. You know what? I gotta call I gotta call David Helfant. David, I got I got so I got uh Kelly Price for you, you know. David Helfant does music publishing for all the studios. He's gonna love you. I'm gonna tell him to listen to this episode. Oh. <laughs> so, I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, uh, yeah, we're we're doing some cool stuff with uh, my music for the movie that I just wrote, Wolf Mountain. So uh, I'm gonna have some songs in there, and um, yeah. So definitely, yeah. Oh, you know, if you need a wolf, my husky, she's a uh, a dog movie dog. <laughs> She looks like a wolf. wolf. Yeah. So if you need a wolf actor, she's a movie dog. The last movie she was in, an alien movie, the sheriff shot her, but the alien brought her back to life. So she's experienced. Yeah, she, she's alive. She's she's experienced death, and she, she's back with us. Yeah. So tell us more about Wolf Mountain. So is it about wolves, or am I just assuming it's about wolves? Well, um, yeah. I uh, wolf is is definitely <laughs> immersed in the plot let's just say that uh without giving anything away but um it's a film that i wrote and um i produced it i starred in it uh danny treo is in it he was amazing in it tobin bell is in it um malu treveo she's a international like pop sensation and this was her first film so that was kind of cool and and um you know to break her into the big screen and um we've got some great actors and crew and it was directed by a good friend of mine david lipper and uh and everybody uh just really um stepped up to the plate and uh we we have a great product and we just started the editing process and we've got a teaser already that we have um but uh yeah it was a movie that I just started writing. Um, I wanted to make something at a at a specific location that we had access to, and so um, I formed the script location wise around that spot. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was something that just was effortless. It just kind of happened really fast. It. It wasn't something that you know I was sitting with for a really long time. Just um, the story just kind of came to me, and it just kept going and going and going. And all of Christmas and Hanukkah vacation—that's what I was doing. Uh, I was just writing and getting yelled at from my fiance and getting yelled at from my parents and everybody. Uh, like, come to dinner and blah blah blah. And I was just at the computer, but ultimately. Uh, I think it it paid off and and um and now we've got this all these words uh this 90 pages that i wrote basically during christmas break on screen and it's a movie and it's coming out this year so oh, wow. uh, so now we know what you were doing during COVID. so you were actually working you're writing directing producing acting wolf mountain yeah that was just one of them. i think i've done like five movies during covid um luckily, you, you, luckily, you know what you are just wow. super slow i mean my gosh oh, <laughs> five movies right here five you did five movies during covid during, something like that i did will you be my quarantine with jody sweden i did 
the series two sides that was shot in Cleveland for Snapchat. I did an episode of the show called Solve, um, which is also a Snapchat series. And, uh, and then I did Wolf Mountain, maybe four. Oh, no, five. I did this movie called Fear of a Black Planet. Um, that was directed by Diedrich uh, McClure. And uh, he's a great director. And, um, and that's coming out this year. It's got a great plot to it also. It's involving race and um, racial tensions. And it was just, we shot it in, actually in May. And right around the same time, all these race riots were actually happening in, in the country. So um, it was just kind of surreal that that's what the script was based on and that was actually happening. So that's, an, that's you know, interesting when that happens. Well, it's sad that that happens, but um, hopefully, you know, kindness is a two-way street. So, you know, that's what I believe in kindness. You know, you know, at least if you, if, you know, if you at least can be kind or, you know, just it, it takes two people. It's a two-way street kindness. And, you know, but... Hopefully, you know, that we can spot, share the spotlight on, um, but people are different and, um, you know, so that's lovely. So that was called The Fear of a Black Planet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Fear of a Black Planet. Yeah. And then, so you were talking about, well, uh, you were also talking about, what was it, Be My Quarantine? What was that? Oh, Will You Be My Quarantine, another movie that I did during during quarantine, um, <laughs> is with Jody Sweeten. Is it a comedy, I'm assuming? It's a comedy, yeah. And Jody Sweeten is from Full House and Fuller House, and um, and that was uh, a really fun role. I uh, played a love interest of Jody's, and uh, <laughs> the character is just hilarious. He's uh, he he's got I, I can't say, but he's got a really funny fetish. Can't say what it is, okay. but it's so where where do where hilarious. do people check out the um, the Fear of a Black planet um will you be my quarantine where do they check these out are they going to be like on um streaming platforms or yeah i'm gonna have more info on the releases of those soon they're they're all going to come out this year okay. um reboot camp the film that i produced and starred in reboot camp uh uh that comes out directed by Ibo raza produced by david lipper david lipper is also starring in it um that comes out uh on may 4th that's the film with Ed Begley Jr. and Eric Roberts and Ja Rule and David Techner and Chaz Bono's in it. Wow. Um, Lindsay Shaw. It's a pretty cool cast and uh, it's a great film. And uh, I've seen the, the film and it's really good. And uh, credit to Evo for writing and directing it, Evo Raza. Um, and, uh, and everybody, all the producers and everybody involved. But yeah, that, that comes out on May 4th and uh, through Entertainment Studios uh, Freestyle. Uh, it's going to be on all streaming platforms and uh, satellite and cable on demand. And, um, and my film On Thin Ice that I directed, produced, um, that I was talking a bit about earlier, that just came out on February 2nd. Um, and that's, uh, like I said earlier, a very important film to me and um, highlights athletes that have experienced discrimination and, uh, and shows the will and determination and persistence and resilience that all these athletes have and uh, coupled with the fact that they had to deal with, um, you know, discrimination on top of, of everything else that it takes to be an Olympic champion. So I just thought I was really impressed by everybody. Greg Louganis was incredible in the film. 
Robbie Rogers was amazing. Um, Chris Cluey, uh, Allison Felix, Evander Holyfield, just to talk to everybody in the film um, and hear their different, uh, their stories of success and failures and everything like that. I think it's, it's, it's something that's really important to me. And uh, I want to get out there for the younger generation so they can see these athletes and know that uh, whatever they are, whatever they believe in, whoever they are, they can, um, they can kick around a soccer ball and not be discriminated against and be loved by their teammates, the fans, the ownership, et cetera. That's what we're trying to create now. And athletes have done a great job just in the past couple of years trying to do that. LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, all these athletes using their platform to kind of move societies forward. So I'm hoping to see more of that. And I think we're moving in a really great direction. Hey, can you say the name of that? Uh, is it a, a film or documentary or docudrama? What is uh, exactly? That's a documentary called On Thin Ice that I directed and produced. Um, and you could watch that on iTunes. You watch it on Amazon, um, Apple TV. It's on Apple TV. Uh, it's on Bandango, uh, YouTube movies, everywhere digitally. And you can check us out um, at On Thin Ice Movie on Instagram and Twitter, at On Thin Ice Movie. And um, yeah, my brother edited the film. He was incredible. He produced and edited the film, Nico Price, uh, with me. Um, my mother, Jamie Price, was involved. She produced the film. She was incredible. Uh, Jordan Meltzer was one of the producers, uh, 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 a really, really good producer that um, is really involved in the uh he was really involved in the beginning stages of the film uh, with me and uh, and all of them were just uh, just incredible and we created something really great and it was the first film that I uh, it was the first film that I directed and produced and um, yeah it, it'll always be a special film to me and it's out there now and you could also watch it on demand oh so. beautiful and the on thin ice is about discrimination in the Olympic Olympian sports world. And you based you said because of your father experienced discrimination, because you you said because he was Jewish. Yeah, my great grandfather was a, a Jewish speed skater in the 1930s. He was an immigrant Jew from Poland. And uh he just wasn't able to compete in the Olympics because he was an immigrant and because he was Jewish. The two together it, at the time, it was a double stigma, so you couldn't compete in the Olympics uh, at that time if you were an immigrant Jew in the United States. And um, and I, he would tell me these stories, and I wouldn't, he wouldn't really say anything bad about anybody. Or like, it was more like, man, I wish I was able to compete on Olympic ice because he would tell me all these stories about beating Olympic champions, and I would watch video, and I would look at all these articles that he had. And I was like, were you in the Olympics? And he was like, well, I was on the Olympic, I was on the national team and I was, I was, I was on the sidelines at the Olympics. Um, but I couldn't compete. And, uh, and I really tried to dive into it and, and just understand that sometimes people aren't giving, given the same opportunities because of where they've come from or what they believe and, stuff like that. And in the 1930s, uh, there were certain stigmas. And unfortunately, my great grandfather uh, had a few of those. And if that wasn't the case, would he have been 
an Olympian? Could he have been an Olympic champion? We'll never know. And so that started to get me to uh, realize that that stuff still exists now. I mean, Greg Louganis, I mean, he's, he's won so many Olympic medals, but on top, but he had to deal with, uh, you know, all kinds of slurs and, and stuff from, from um, the fans and stuff like that on top of the fact that he had to train and, and, um, and there was just a, a lot that he had to overcome just to be on the board. So I saw that. I saw what he was able to accomplish. Um, and I'm like, well, that's incredible. But, that, but it's still happening today. And uh, we just need to be more accepting and understanding of, of and I think we're, we're definitely, like I said earlier, moving in the right direction with that. But it's just crazy that you can actually be better um, or be, you know, the best in the world, but not be able to compete and actually get that gold medal. And I know that that still exists today and it's just, it's heartbreaking. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, it doesn't happen as much and yeah, but it, it's something that I think should be talked about. And, uh, you know, because again, I want the younger generations to know that they can, they can compete, be who they are, be accepted by the teammates, be accepted by ownership, be accepted by the fans, um, not have to worry about things like that. And if they didn't have to worry about things like that, maybe they would, they would, uh, you know, we would have more champions. Let's just say that, you know, but if we allow more people to, to compete, um, and not hassle them or whatever, maybe we'd have more champions. And, uh, so yeah, again, um, well, I'm gonna make him an honorary. Uh, all these athletes are, I'm gonna yeah. make him an honorary uh, winner. He's an honorary uh, winner of my film, film addicts podcast. He's an honorary uh, winner of the Olympians. How about that? You know what? That that film, your your documentary is so beautiful. I want to cry. It's like heartbreaking. I'm Italian, and as you know, when we came over, they would call them wops and greasy. So I think a lot of people have it in their lineage where they were where they were ridiculed. And even like, uh, I had some guests on that had Tourette's, I'm dyslexic, a lot of people are ADHD, you know, no one is perfect, that's why. But like, yeah. but filmmaking and being an artist, you can create and express yourself in a safe environment and shed light and do beautiful things. And this film, I'm so happy for this film, like on thin ice. And I hope I encourage everyone to come forward and like really cheer on his, cheer on his uh, great grandfather and give him that honorary, <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm gonna like put a petition out there that we give him that honorary Olympic medal so that I'm hoping and encouraging that people will like sponsor that so he gets an honorary Olympic champion medal. And I think it should be, um, be you know, who's qualified. If you're qualified, you know, I always believe if you're qualified, let everyone apply if you're qualified. Cause one of my favorite contests that I entered was Project Greenlight. They didn't know if you were a male or female, tall or short, fat or skinny. Yeah purple or zebra stripes you entered your short film and then you would just you would go to the next rounds anonymously so they didn't know if i was a male or female yeah. and i love that contest because it took out like all labels and so if you were qualified they rated the short film on on if it was good or not they didn't know who directed it and so i almost think we maybe have to uh, you know do anonymous qual you know submissions so they have no idea who it is. And then like whoever is the best gets in there. I love that. 
And yeah, I, I, I love that. Yeah. And then also the podcast awards, I wasn't even considered. No one even considered me. And I saw some podcast awards and I'm like, wait, I'm reading to the kids. They're reading to the kids and chanting book readings at like 1.5% global. I go, no one even nominated me. Hey, what's going on? Podcast awards. Don't forget <laughs> me. I wasn't even. Hello. Who is nominating people? Please nominate Filmatics and Enchanting Book Readings and Girls Guide to Investing. Yeah. Sometimes they hey don't guys, even... nominate, nominate Filmatics. Yes, please. Thank you. So sometimes they don't even know who you are, even though you're like ranking globally 1.5%. So I'm, yeah, you know, love, we need love, more love. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, so you springboarded to directing with something that was very passionate and beautiful. And so now you are writing, directing, producing, acting. I love it. Do you want to share anything else that's coming up with our audience, uh, Kelly? Yeah. Um, I think I named most of my projects that are coming out. Um, Aunt and I, like I said, just come, came out. You can watch it on Apple TV right now. Um, Reboot Camp comes out on May 4th. Uh, I have this film, The Hyperions with Carrie Elway's. Um, I play a villain in that. It's a superhero film, and it was a lot of fun to work with Carrie, and uh, and that comes out this year in 2021. Um, and Two Sides, uh, the Snapchat series, will be coming out within the next few months. I'll have more info on that uh, release soon. Infamous Six that I'm in. I have a supporting role in that film with Armand Asante. Uh, it's coming out this year. Underdogs Rising with Chris Pang from Crazy Rich Asians. I also play a villain in that movie. Oh, a villain. Uh, what? Wait, wait, wait. That movie was a lot of wait. fun. We shot that in China. Uh, you went we shot to China? That in wow. China. Wow. And uh, how to my Ning how to my audience. I know how to say hi. Ning how, right? There you go. Yeah, that's all I know how to say. Ning <laughs> how. the person to ask. <laughs> yeah, my friend uh Michael Yun. Yep. And uh, you know, cuz I we have fans around the world. We have um all around the world, they love the show. So I, you know, because I do the kids' book yeah. reading, I told you enchanting book reading. So I, I just know how to say hi to everyone. I try to incorporate all the, the countries. So, bonjour, well, I say I really, really loved China. I loved the people in China, and they just they made me feel really like I was like cooler than I actually am. <laughs> and in the Philippines, also, they were like really nice. I remember when I went down to breakfast, they would all like be like, Kelly, Kelly, hi, hi. <laughs> and just like be like super enthusiastic about me just coming to eat breakfast. So uh, the people in the Philippines, China, thank you guys for welcoming us and allowing us to shoot there. And uh, yeah, they were just so kind. And we had a lot of them, um, a lot of people uh, like locals to the area that were on our sets too. Um, you know, the makeup team, the hair team, uh, uh, the camera team. And uh, so um, it was really fun to shoot there. And uh, that's just one of my films that are coming out um, this year. And uh, yeah, Fear of a Black Planet as well. Um, that's the film that kind of um, talks about the racial tensions, like I said. Those are, uh, th that's what I got, got coming up. So, uh, yeah, definitely keep an eye out. Uh, the one that I have the date for is Reboot Camp on May 4th. So look out for Reboot Camp on May 4th and go check out On the Nice. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so. And then I wanted to ask you, did you do anything fun during COVID? Like, I, I, um, it sounds like you were busy, busy working, writing, directing, producing, but did you do anything fun? Like, did you do anything in your bucket list at all? 
Uh, anything fun during COVID? I mean, we just, my fiance and I just went to Carmel for her birthday. Oh. Carmel, California is one of my favorite places. And, um, and I'd never taken her there. We had gotten close once we went to Big Sur, which is just like 35 minutes south of Carmel, but she was getting a little seasick with the, uh, with the winding roads and stuff. She was, yeah. So we had to kind of turn back and we never made it to Carmel. That was like another time that we almost went to Carmel, but we didn't make it. And <laughs> so this time we were actually, yeah. <laughs> and I avoided the winding, the Big Sur winding roads this time. Did you and, go down uh, we took 66? the five, like, Oh, can you take Route well, 66? No, you can't take Route 66 there. That's through through America. But I was thinking, oh, did you take Route 66 there? <laughs> That's just because I want you to sing no. a song. I just want you to sing another song. So did did Buster get to go? Did Buster go? Buster's not here. I hope he's okay. He was like trying to get outside or something. Oh. Maybe he saw something on the back. Okay, so great. So we have so we have all these films. I um I want you said you were another villain. I just want to talk real quickly. You were a villain in another film. Can you tell them real quick? Because I um I we want to just name that film. You were a villain uh in the other film. Can you tell us or the character that you were in sideways? Is right I was a villain in this coming out in 2021 called The Hyperions with Carrie Elwes. And uh that's a really fun superhero film. And I was a villain in Underdogs Rising with Chris Pang from Crazy Rich Asians, which is also coming out this year. Um, and then uh, on two sides on Snapchat, I was not really a villain in that. Um, but uh, I guess some people could consider the character a villain. He has, I guess, villainous ways about him. <laughs> but, Are you just uh, the evil? Yeah. <laughs> a little evilness. <laughs> uh, Wolf Mountain. Wolf Mountain, the movie I just wrote and produced uh, that we just wrapped, I was not a villain in that. I was a good guy. Oh. I was the hero in Wolf Mountain. I was oh, okay, great. I was a good guy. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so. And then do you have any charities that you want to, um, you know, want to mention real quick? And then, like, where uh, where can everyone keep up with you? Is, they, is there a Facebook page or a web page where they can go see your films and check out what you're doing? Yeah. Um, on Instagram at Kelly Price, K-E-L-I-P-R-I-C-E, at Kelly Price on Instagram. And uh, that's really where you can find all my upcoming projects and what I'm working on. I'm really active on Instagram and I'm trying to get more active on other platforms, but I'm a creature of habit. And so far it's just been Instagram for me. So that's right now where you can find everything. And um, yeah, at, uh, on Instagram at Onsen Ice Movie. Um, definitely go check it out, see where the movie's playing, see where we're having interviews. We just did something on Entertainment Tonight for Aunt and Ice, so you can catch all kinds of interviews um, on at Aunt and Ice Movie on Instagram and and Twitter as well. We have Aunt and Ice Movie um, on Twitter. And, uh, and at Reboot Camp Film, you can find information there on the Reboot Camp Film that I produced and started, as well as at Wolf Mountain Movie on Instagram. You can find a lot of info there on Wolf Mountain. It's a super cool project and we're really excited about it. And uh, we've been posting on our, our um, at Wolf Mountain movie uh, Instagram page. So you can see all of the, get all the details on when the movie's coming out and who's in it and that kind of stuff there. 
Wow. And, and what was the name of your debut song that you sang on the show? So everyone can go look it up in Spotify when you put that up there too. The song that I sang on the show is called Move My Way. Move My Way. It was really beautiful. And I just want to say, Thank you're, you're so beautiful. You are just an amazing writer, director, producer. Great films. I know our audience was is going to go check it out and support you because you're fantastic. And you are just, can't wait for you to get some Oscars and nominations, you know, because uh, you're a fantastic actor. And we're so happy to have you on the show today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Marilyn. This was this was a lot of fun. This was really a lot of fun. So I encourage everyone to go out there and watch Filmatics. <laughs> and listen, <laughs> thanks so much. Have a beautiful day. Thank you, yeah. everyone, for listening. <laughs> yeah. Until next week. Cheers, everyone. Stay healthy. And um, we'll see you next week, everyone. Bye, Kelly. Bye, guys.